Hello everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It is me again, Austin Crosby. And I want to first say, man, having grown my hair out longer, uh, I, w I used to be aware of differences in how my hair could feel based on humidity, when the last time I washed it, those kinds of considerations. Now, if I, the day that, or the night that I wash my hair and the following day, or if I wash my hair in the morning, the whole next, probably two days, honestly, it's super annoying. It is feathery and more ready to fall into your eyes and it's not like a tickling sensation but the brushing of it because of how light it is and it's just like uh it is so annoying and I, remembering back like because I used to gel my hair up uh and spike it up to an extent and if I didn't do that like if I washed it I used to wash my hair like every day you know and if I washed it and it, uh, instead of spiking it, I would never go out in public because it would do the same thing. It would just like sit down in this very feathery, frustrating mass. And the frustration is like a physical one, right? Like it's, it, it gets all in your face. It rubs on the back of your ear and like falls down and annoys you. I really, really hate it. And uh, hats help, you know, wearing a hat. The entire day that you got it done. As Casey said, a few days ago, we saw for the first time a, a kid going to and fro school in a beanie. And Casey was like, oh, it's officially beanie season. And that reminded me how kids are um, can be so awkward with appropriate clothing. You know, we talked about that with Alzheimer's. Kids can do the same thing. Sometimes they just are set on wearing something that is truly unsuitable. And uh, I, I am ready to wear beanies, though, for at least the hair frustrations. I've also, you know, I've not cut my hair, really. We've trimmed the back to make it, like, level. In the last over a year, year and a half, I mean, since COVID started. So maybe I'm due for just trimming the back and, again, making it all match up again. So we'll see. We'll see. So today was a uh, pretty productive day. I just finished a simple salad uh, with cherry tomatoes from the garden. And before that, we went to Home Depot and Taco Bell and Walmart to get supplies and uh, soap. We got a lot of soap. But I was also looking for impossible nuggets, chicken nuggets, because I think that it's cool impossible started with making meatless beef replacements and now they're switching to chicken replacements uh most people or a lot of the other brands do the opposite and chicken seems to be an easier thing to replicate without killing an animal so i want to try the impossible version of it um anyway that's that's a side note um we've been doing a lot today we actually organized our under the stairs closet uh we took and emptied it out. It had become a vestibule. Is that the right word? For um, construction materials, but not like regularly used ones. It would have a couple sheets of plywood, like scraps of plywood, but thicker plywood. And it had a whole bunch of RAM board, which we haven't talked about on the show for a long time, but it's a thick 
industrial cardboard-like coating that rolls out over your floor to protect it. And I'm um, definitely glad we had that, but it takes up a lot of space and it was time to go. It was basically filling this closet that once we had emptied out, I actually got in there to clean it with a vacuum and was like, wow, this thing just goes on and on and on. And I took the tape measure and we measured it and it was over six foot deep. It's nearly seven foot deep and uh, it's got full shelves on the right side and then it's just wide enough for you to walk down it. And of course it narrows as the steps get lower, but um, it's pretty big. And we've got other things that we'd moved out of the basement to do the paneling and that all ended up in our offices, which made sense. It was, we were using the basement as storage, but the things we were storing in there really belonged in our offices, which were works in progress and still are works in progress. But to get them out of the way, we shimmied everything around and uh, now that we've emptied out this under the stairs closet, we figured, hey, some of this stuff can legitimately go under the stairs. It doesn't need to be in our offices anymore. And one of those things was a cot. We have a cot. So in this house, we have one queen bed and then a supposedly very nice air mattress. Everyone seems to appreciate the air mattress. It's also queen. And then we have a futon. Casey's idea now is that the next round of guests, if they would like, could sleep on the air mattress on top of the futon, and she actually did a test to see whether or not they would nest, um, and they did. And then we also have this cot. So I, the cot's always been around. People have slept on the cot before we even moved here, and I've always been like, let's get rid of this cot. I mean, who's going to sleep on this cot? You and I don't want to sleep on the cot. So, like, who else will? We've got rid of other beds, like full-size beds. Anyway, the cot's stayed. It's always been covered in a sheet. I think it's kind of gross. Um, I'm sure it's comfortable enough, you know, if, like, some teenagers come here. But that's it. All of our friends are couples. I mean, not all of them. But anyone who's coming, like, if we had two sets of couples and a single person, I guess the single person could sleep on the cot. Maybe another person could sleep on our couch. It, it seems like a lot of places to sleep people. Um, and the cot had been in Casey's office. It was in my office at one point. Now the cot is tucked deep away under the stairs. And, I th and that's fine. It, it sits back in there, out of the way, out of mind, out of sight. We'll see how long it, it can survive under those conditions. Uh, I, I will say, though, it was very—I I brought this up with Casey earlier after we were cleaning up—that it has been vindicating to not have a permanent guest room. To have a room that is has been our guest room anytime guests come to stay with us and are willing to stay on a nice air mattress, um, it doesn't have to always have a bed in there. And I think that a lot of people— our age would think that that makes all the sense in the world, but for whatever reason, culturally older people want to show that they can just have devoted bedrooms. I think that it's a way to fill a room and not feel insecure um, at how little interior design you know people people are capable of executing. Uh, yeah, and then I put a couple more panels up. So now we're pretty much in the basement done with paneling. The only things left to be paneled are the ceiling and the uh, secret doors, which I looked at hinges at Home Depot today. 
I don't think I need to use a piano hinge. I need to use like just regular heavy duty hinges. Uh, it's not going to be the, it's not going to be the hardest thing I've ever done, but I don't know. Plywood. Should I use plywood? Should I use two by fours? I need to just keep assessing the situation, which is fine. Um, what else? Casey made cold brew coffee today and it was pretty good is she made it last night, late at night. And I think we've talked about recently how we bought cold brew coffee because I've been craving it and it just seemed like such a higher time frame to make a pot of coffee to do it cold brew of course but if you do it overnight it's mostly fine turns out though that the draining of it takes forever as well so the steeping took all night and then when Casey woke up she's like oh are you ready for some cold brew and I was like yeah and then she went to go drain it through the paper and the grinds like dripped so slowly that we didn't we made a hot pot of coffee in the meanwhile. We waited for like an hour and then we were like, okay, let's just, let's just wait. And uh, yeah, it was good though when she finally did get it done. And we put it in this big insulated growler and then Casey put it in the fridge and we were waiting for it to get colder all day. And then I kind of realized, you know, I was like, hey, you know, it's hard to refrigerate something in a thermos because it'll just not do its job. And she was like, oh my God, yeah. That's so true. Um, other than that, though, man, I think it was pretty run in the mill. Maybe there were some big ideas I had, but they came and went. Um, Casey and I just, you know, did a, it, it feels so nice to clean. And then we had our whole, like, wow, look at how nice and organized we seem now. There's still some big boxes out, but we had a bunch of stuff left over from, like, tiling, you know, and that's a box full of extra tiles and tile spacers and tape for tiling and you know the list goes on and that was sitting on a coffee table in my office for some reason I, I know why it's because we moved everything around but then it's sitting next to another bin full of painting supplies like rollers and you know I mean like cups that had dry paint in them and old brushes and stuff like that and then next to it would be like a box of electrical doodads that are all waiting to be installed or for the rest of their parts to arrive and then next to that there'd be like another box of like old plumbing stuff that didn't fit the bill and now is just like not returnable but sitting in my office and uh, a lot of that stuff could go in the garage a lot of that stuff one of the things that can't go in the garage is uh, painting materials they always tell you, like, oh, don't keep paint in the garage. It'll go bad sooner. And um, there's only so much I care about that. But that's the sort of thing that, like, if Casey hears, she's like, okay, it can't. And, like, that would start a fight then. You know, and that's one of those things I always think. And Casey's great. Girls are fine. But that's one of the hard things about, like, girls taking over management positions in the world and stuff. Like, sometimes they don't know when rules can be ignored or like when it's worth pursuing the uh certain rules and regulations right like yeah it's a general guideline like your paint will last longer inside than in your garage but at the end of the day who cares like it's more important to me to not have a paint a can a can of paint in the house we are still using the paint kind of so you let it slide but eventually like that's the kind of thing i'd be like yeah okay we'll leave it inside and then you just have to sneak it into the trash and and then pretend you don't know what happened to it or whatever that's the only way to keep like yeah you know what i mean 
you guys, surely people can sympathize with that. Like someone will be telling you something as a pair and you know, like you're just going to placate them and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I got it. But you're not going to follow that rule. And then the other partner is like, oh, okay. And is then willing to go to bat over it for like the rest of your life. Cause that one, you know, addicted contractor told you that that was the way to do it. And then you're just like, no, dude, that still comes up with, uh, and I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but that still comes up with the idea of a tight home or a house that needs to breathe. That's that thing that like some idiot said that someday to someone that it did not pertain to. But now that keeps getting parroted by everyone as if it pertains to every house or has pertained to most houses in the last 30 years. You do want your house to be tight. They might need to breathe, but they don't need to breathe through all their windows and their doors and stuff. Like, that's stupid. Anyway. Hey, uh, last thing. Grand Designs has been kicking on again, and we see it on YouTube, um, in America at least. I think it's on, like, Channel 14 or Channel 4 or in uh, the UK, but Sky or something. But in America, it, it comes up on YouTube before it gets on Netflix. And it's been kind of interesting to see what other people have done during COVID. Um, the second episode, they really don't mention COVID as much. The first one, it was more of a factor. And, uh, yeah, it's just nice to be able to, one, I love that show. Even though the first couple houses in this season I wasn't personally crazy about, they were still kind of cool. I'm just excited to see it coming. And it, it's exciting to compare it. It's interesting to compare it to our COVID project that was a home renovation. And to be like, wow, these guys did these other crazy things with houses. Hey, though, I'm going to let you go. I want you to uh, have a great day. And please, come again tomorrow.